Hello and welcome to the Fully Free Podcast with your host, Taylor Lee. This is the podcast to get real about what it takes to become the wealthiest and happiest version of you. After creating my first seven-figure year, 12 months after having my first baby, I am on a mission to show as many women as possible how they can create tons of money in their online business with the most ease and joy possible. I'm here to inspire you and guide you with weekly episodes on money, marketing, life, and all things online business. All right, let's dive in to this week's episode. All right, I'm really excited. I am back home from the second live event that I've gone to in 30 days. Um, those of you that have seen the pictures or the videos, I have taken Colton um, to two live events in the past month <laughs> with my both of my mentors. And it has been such a game-changing experience. Hi, you guys. Hi, Jessica. Um, it's been such a game-changing experience. Something else that has been, I think one of the reasons this has been such a big deal as well, those of you know this, I took the first half of the year more than, so I took January to August off of working with coaches, period, um, hiring mentors, period. So I just like put myself really back in the game with mentorship, I hired a private coach, um, Leanne Mosley, if you know her, for a whole year, uh, which was a big investment and a big move. And I really had just connected with her. And I was like, okay, this was earlier in the year. I was like, I know that when I go back to investing, you are the one I'm going to invest in. But I made my like commitment that I was pausing. I was really going to get connected to myself. And I was really going to explore what it was like to not have a mentor. I know a lot of you have actually wanted to do this. So um, we can talk more about that another time if you want. But then I hired her one-on-one in August. And then I went to her event at the end of September. And then I went to Cynthia's event. I just shared a reel that she shared, Cynthia Stant, um, this past Thursday and Friday, a couple days ago. They were both so good. Both these women are amazing. Both their events were amazing. Um, And I want to share my takeaways. And these aren't necessarily things that they even said at their event. They're just things that really hit home for me, like in this experience of no mentorship, just in my own lane, in my own zone, to full-blown private mentorship, to in-person events. I did a VIP day with Cynthia. Um, So good. So I want to share these. Okay. So here's what I learned from taking a very long break from mentorship. Like, what would that be? Like eight months? (laughs) That is so crazy. Eight months off from working with coaches after working with coaches for seven years, like no breaks at all, um, to hiring coach one-on-one and going to two events. I realized that the mentorship relationship matters and I want to take ownership of something. Okay. And I know this is going to resonate with a lot of you. The mentorship relationship matters. Okay. Here's what I mean by this. I was not allowing myself with most of my past mentors, very, 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 very few. And I've had a lot over a dozen. Okay. (laughs) Like I think Leanne might be like number 15 or something. Like I've had a lot of mentors, but also here's why. Number one, I'm willing to invest in myself. I'm willing to like, uh, one thing I am good at is 
working with many mentors and being able to discern, here's what I like about what they do. Here's what I don't. Here's what I kind of like. I'm able to take what works for me. Just get rid of what doesn't. I do not believe the lie that like there's one way or that you have to do things just like your coach. I think I'm very good at discerning that. What I haven't been great at. Okay. And this is a multi-million dollar lesson. As someone who's invested multiple six figures and has wasted a lot of that money, here's the lesson. I was not allowing myself to have a true relationship with my mentor. I was jumping around. I was hiring multiple mentors at once. And I would often even put the blame on them. Not the right fit. They would do one thing that I didn't really agree with. And I'd be like, no, I'm done. And I would have that conversation too. I'd be like, I just, I feel complete. You know, keep the money. I'll keep paying you. I don't want any more sessions. Like I would literally cut the mentorship off many times. And I thought that I just had like really strong values. I thought that I was just like very clear on what was right for me and what wasn't. But what I wasn't allowing in was real relationships with my mentors and honestly with peers, with other women in the industry. I was judging. I was judging myself. I was judging them. And I wasn't allowing in real depth. And here's what I found. Again, I've only just invested, but this is my commitment over the next year is like, I'm not doubling up on coaches. I'm not going to have two private mentors at the same time. I'm not going to be um, piecing out of mentorship early and continuing to pay the mentor. I'm also not piecing out and not paying either. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go deep in the relationship. Because I think that's what's missing in this industry. And so what's made me realize this is being in person. I was in person at a lot of events, hosting my own events before 2020. And it was so good to make those relationships real with my mentors. Honestly, it was the game changer um, to go to multi six figures. I met one of my mentors in person, very like big name woman who's freaking amazing. Um, And I met her in person. And what I realized was she was just normal. I was like, oh, we're a lot alike. I thought she was like perfection. Like, (laughs) you know what I mean? I was like, oh, she's normal. We're a lot alike. And it let me really go to that next level because it normalized it, normalizing millions. Okay. That's what I'm committed to with my clients. They have to be committed to it back. So if you're one of my clients, like, think about this. Like, how much are you letting me in? How much trust are you allowing? right? Where do you let little things want to cut off the relationship? And little things too, like something else that I see happen so much with clients and in this industry is a little bit of shame sneaks up. I ask too many questions. I'm too annoying. I'm not getting enough results. She's not posting about me all over the internet. So I'm just going to kind of like shut up and, and not utilize it. I'm not feeling good enough to utilize it. Like we do these things that literally only take value away from ourselves. But also here's the other thing that I'm like over with the coaching industry is the fact that it doesn't feel real at all. It's like you could pay a coach a hundred grand and have no actual relationship with them. But I think the other thing we have to do is take responsibility for that. So I could blame the coach, right? Like, well, the coach didn't try to make the relationship with me. She told me I had to limit my voice notes to two minutes. She never even followed me. She never, like we worked together for a year and she never even learned my kids' names, right? I could blame her or I could take responsibility. And that's another thing that, that was a bit, that's not even on my list, but like literally that makes me emotional because there's something so powerful when you take responsibility for everything that happens to you for you. Why am I crying? (laughs) 
Because taking responsibility is like, it's everything. It's like forgiveness for yourself, acceptance of yourself, acceptance of them. Let's like, let's bring back the human to this. Let's bring back the relationships to this. So that's been really powerful. Let's see what else. Here's the other thing. (laughs) What I've learned, I think there's like this like debate in the coaching industry right now about this, like hire coaches for proximity, hire coaches for activation. And then there's other people that are like, F that, that's not even real. Like, no, you need to hire coaches for skill sets to solve your problems. Which team are you? Like, take a minute to check in. Have you seen this debate? Have you been a part of this debate? What team are you? Because here's what I've learned. I've invested a lot of money and I've wasted a lot of that money. When I say wasted, I mean, I've spent multi ten, like close to, if not six figures, but like, let's, let's keep it on the low end. Like multi, 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 multi five figures of mentorship. I didn't even use, (laughs) like, I didn't even use, like, I didn't even use the calls. I didn't even use the Voxer. You know what I mean? Like I didn't even use it. Here's what I've learned. And I've also, I've also utilized it and I've had big breakthroughs and I've grown a lot. I mean, I wouldn't have made it to seven figures if I didn't utilize mentorship and allowing growth like this. What I've learned is it is both. Let's stop debating. Like, I love you, but women aren't saying pay for activation just to like get your money. They're not. I mean, maybe someone is, but I will tell you, there are so many women that are preaching activation and proximity because it's changed their life. Okay. If you resonated with what I was saying earlier, let's go there. Maybe you are anti that. Maybe you are angry at that because you didn't allow the proximity. You were too worried about her not following you, her not commenting on your post, her saying your kid's name wrong one time. You're like, oh, I'm out. We all have these like sisterhood wounds. We all have these women wounds. We don't like other women. How many of you said like, I hate people. I hate women. Your ideal client's a woman. (laughs) Your ideal client's a human being, right? Yeah, I'm, I'm getting there. Yes, exactly. In the comments, that's definitely me. And I also solve problems. That's what I'm getting to. It's like, it's both you guys. I think every mentor you have should probably do two things. This it might actually be more, but like we could bunch them into two things. They should probably allow in proximity, allow in activation, and also bring a real skill set to the table. And here's the other thing with this whole debate: we are all divine. Like we are all here for a reason. We all have gifts. We all have a story. We all have something we bring to the table. So also to say that somebody doesn't is kind of mean kind of harsh because we actually do. Were you allowing it in? Were you allowing it in? So um, I'm going to be real with you. I already noticed this creeping in, um, in the own, the investment that I made. And this has nothing, nothing, nothing to do with the coach. I'm just being so real. I was like, oh, maybe I need to hire them too, because they have something better to offer. They have a skill set that this person doesn't have. They're actually supporting clients differently than this person. I was like, no, pause. Am I letting in the support? Am I letting in the relationship? Or am I like, it's like a safety mechanism that is actually creating so much 
incongruency in your life and your business and not allowing you to be supported. Okay. So that's my takeaway. That's a big takeaway of mine. Another takeaway of mine is I'm very, very, there's kind of two sides to this. Okay. I have two points on separate pieces of this paper, but I'm just going to kind of say them at once. I'm streamlining the work that I bring to my clients. It doesn't. So if you are my client, don't like freak out. I'm really focusing on this main thing, which is helping you love how you sell and helping you actually work with your dream clients, because that is what's changed my life on a high level, strategic level. That's been the game changer is I love, I love being live right now as much as the discomfort of crying on live stream. I haven't done that in forever. I love being live right now. I love recording my podcast. I love talking to my clients on Voxer, but I didn't always. And I love doing my free trainings, which I haven't been doing, right? Because I started to overcomplicate them and make them be something like we do this. What in your business could actually change your life posting on social media? How many people like with the algorithm and how content's been feeling? It's like, oh, I hate Instagram. I hate the algorithm. I hate social media. I mean, guys, last December, I was having a major breakdown and I was like, I hate social media. I told my husband, I told my sister, I wish I could never post on social media again. Like that's how much like I was in it (laughs) for a hot minute, right? Because I was so much in the judgment. I was so much in the drama, right? Honestly, when you're judging other people, you're only going to be judging yourself. You're only going to be making this whole thing harder on yourself. You want to stay. What, can we be real? Why do you want to not have mentorship? Right? Well, I want to be in my own energy. I want to stay in my own lane. Is that true? Or is that because you've judged other women so hard that you think being in your energy is the only good energy to be in? But meanwhile, if that's true, you're probably judging yourself just as hard. So now there's absolutely no energy or no lane that you could be in that feels good. That's where I was. Hey, you guys, real quick, I need to take a minute and tell you about Transparent Sales, the membership. This is a new offering in my business that I am so excited to be hosting and running and inviting you into today. So This is literally the most no-brainer way to work with me that I have offered in years, maybe even ever. It's $97 a month, and you are getting four pieces of content from me per month, all designed to support you in making way more money from your content, having a way more profitable business, creating sales with so much more ease, and selling out your offers no matter the price point. So This way of doing content and selling and marketing is going to help you sell out your own membership, your own low ticket offers, but also high ticket offers. So inside the membership, you'll find women who are selling out $1,000 courses, $300 courses, memberships, $20,000 coaching packages. It helps you with all of that. We are going into your email marketing strategy, your social media strategy, Instagram stories and posts and Facebook and all the things. We'll talk about podcasting and we'll talk about hosting content events like your own free trainings. Um, It's just going to be really, really good. You guys, there's four drops a month. So every month you're going to get a content plan for me where I'm saying, 
here's what I would be doing this month. Here's where I would be showing up. Here's how much, here's the angles I would do. Here's like how much I would sell and the ways that I would sell. Also, every month you're going to get a new piece of curriculum from me. So this is a super actionable training to help you create better content. Um, also every month you will get a Q and a, so there will be an opportunity to submit any questions that you have for me, and then I will answer them for you. Um, and then finally every month, something I'm really excited to do is give you access to my content insights. So we will be taking a look at my own podcast stats, my Instagram stats, my email stats. And I want to do this because I think so often we're trying to replicate what's working for others and you actually don't know what's working for them. So I'm actually going to show you, here's what you saw me do. Here's what worked. Here's what didn't work. Here's my takeaways. Here's what I'm doing differently or the same moving forward because of that. There's a Facebook community. Anyway, you guys, I could go on and on and on, but I want to get back into the episode. So just go to thetaylorlee.com slash membership. Again, it's literally $97 a month. There's so much content waiting for you already and an incredible group of women in there thetaylorlee.com slash membership. And I'm super excited to celebrate you joining us. All right, back into the episode. For a hot minute. (laughs) And I really brought it back entering in this year. I thought I was. And I started feeling good again about posting. I stopped talking about money all the time. But then I realized the only reason I didn't want to talk about money all the time was because I was judging other women who did it. And I was judging money. It's like, oh, okay. So then I brought it back with a different, a different energy. Same thing, bringing the mentorship back. Don't just take a break from mentorship. I'm, oh God, I'm really way off topic here, but also not. Don't just take a break from mentorship and then start hiring mentors from the same energy again. Make a change. It was judgment and comparison. Yeah. But comparison, what is comparison? It's judging yourself against others. So it is judgment, you know? Ah, it just feels good to stop. (laughs) It feels good to stop. So I'm streamlining my work. Number one, that is what I help clients with. I want you to love how you sell and I want you to be working with dream clients. The other way I'm streamlining or changing the way I work with clients is, um, and nothing's leaving. So you guys will see the shifts. I'm still going to have my membership. I'm still going to have the same offers. Um, Some price points are going up. That's already been happening. You guys have already been seeing that. But what I've realized is what I love is connection. What I want to master is connection. What I want to allow in is connection. What I think women actually need is connection. And so my programs are high ticket. They're going to be masterminds. They're going to be group programs. They're going to include hot seat coaching. A lot of this has already been going on, but it's like, even the programs that already had this, they're getting more support. All my programs are getting more support right now. So if you're in any of them, you're very lucky. You're very lucky because like, just know that if you are already locked into one of my programs, you have the best price point there will be moving forward and you're getting all the extras. You guys have already been experiencing this and seeing this as well. And I'm changing things right now behind the scenes without warning anybody. So if you've been thinking about joining them, join because you'll be one of those women too. Is like, thank God I joined when I joined because I have the best price and I have like all this extra support I didn't even know I was going to be getting. But I, I want to be working with clients. Something I shifted um, over the last few years. It was like the beginning of my business. Every client I got, I was like so freaking thrilled. And then very quickly, and I'm just going to keep it real with you. I think a lot of us go through this. I started feeling anxiety working with clients, not because I felt like 
it used to be, I felt anxiety working with clients. So I felt like I was going to like mess something up. I didn't know what to say. Are they going to judge me? Am I perfect enough? Then I started feeling anxiety because it was like, I need to be selling. I need to be making money. I need to be marketing. It's such a bad place to get when you have a business. I shifted to being client focused. I do all my client work before I do my own work. It's very opposite advice of what most people give. But I, I tell my husband all the time, I'm like, the number one thing that has to get done in my business is serving my clients and getting them results. They're the ones who've already paid me. They're the ones who've already trusted me. They're the ones who've already shown up for me. I have to take care of them. Like that's the, like, you know, when you have, like, if you're a mom, like you have those days where it's like child cares fall through, like it's pure chaos in your house. Those are the days where I'm like, give me like an hour or two to just really work with my clients, make sure they're good. And I'm good. That's my top priority in my business. Um, and that's going to continue to stay the same, but we're really infusing that into the programs at a whole nother level. So, um, as is already true, my programs aren't going to be the cheapest. I'm going to be real. I thought that's what the industry needed accessibility. So I started my membership and it's not going anywhere. I love it. That price isn't even going to be changing very, like it might go up a tiny bit, but it's really not, it's not really changing. Um, I thought that's what people needed accessibility. I don't think that's true. I think what's re and, and yes, sure, partially, but I really think with my gifts, what I bring to the table, how I really shine with clients. When I think of my clients that have actually changed their entire life working with me, it's get ready to roll your eyes. It's proximity, it's activation, and it's bringing my real gifts and skill set to the table. Okay, um, which is a lot to do with knowing what you're at. Like when my clients get on and they ask me a question, I'm like, okay, so are you meaning to ask this? And they're like, yeah, <laughs> I didn't even know that's what I needed to ask, but yes, I, that's what I need to ask. I'm good at that. I'm extremely good at reading between the lines, getting to know someone's personality and who they are as a human and going, why are you doing business like this? Why are you selling like this? Do it like this. And it's not even fit. Like if you know it, if you really look at my testimonials of my clients who've made the most money and I've had multiple clients go to hundred K months, millions, multi-millions, their business looks nothing like mine because that's not what I do. I don't like teaching systems. I don't like learning systems. That's why I pieced out of mentorship so often. I'm like, Oh, you're trying to fit me in your box. I'm out. Keep the money. I'm like, I don't, I'm like, you can't put me in a box. I hate boxes. I don't put my clients in boxes either. Okay. Um, and also really good at looking at their content and going, this is why it's not converting. This is why you're not attracting the dream clients. Really pulling the personality into the copy, really pulling the value into the copy. I can't do that in a membership, right? Like I can't do that under charging. That takes a lot of energy and it takes a lot of time. So we're creating more depth with clients, which we've already been doing entering this year, but taking it to a whole new level. I won't tell you how yet because I'm just working on it behind the scenes, but the ideas that have come through, all I know for certain is my clients are going to love it. They're going to love it. Um, and the last thing I wanted to say, which could be its whole, whole own topic, and I kind of already talked about it, is like women supporting women. I want to do a better job of that. I want to do a better job of building connection. I want to do a better job of building connection with my clients, building connection with women that come on the podcast, building the connection with you guys that come on my lives, like getting to know you, not creating this like wall or this barrier that a lot of us have done out of feeling unsafe, unsafe, giving our time, unsafe. <laughs> Thanks, Jessica, like unsafe, really letting people in. That's how we feel. And that sucks. I'll I want to tell you a story. 
that I can't believe here's what I think our, I think we are divine. I think our lives are divine. I think our story is divine. So I always tell clients to share their story. This is a story I've never shared. Um, in a business sense, I share it with people in my life all the time when I hear this kind of coming up, but when I was going into high school, I was in the school zone for the bad school. We'll leave it at that. Okay. Just the God's honest truth. Well, people's perception wasn't rated as high. The majority of the population was like more of the poverty level. You can make your assumptions here. Like it just was, that's what people told me was the bad school. So my family did whatever they could to get me into the good school. And I went there. I went there for middle school. It was a middle and high school connected. So in Florida, where I was, it was seven. I went there for seventh, eighth, ninth, and half of, no. I went there for seventh, eighth, ninth, and 10th grade. And half of 11th grade. Okay. The good school. I was bullied. I was made fun of. (laughs) I had very few friends. I was very insecure. I was very self-conscious. There was all kinds of bad stuff going on. Drinking, drugs, partying. I mean, stuff that probably goes on at every school, right? Um, but I think that, I think what really mattered as a human is like lack of connection, lack of depth, a lot of comparison, a lot of judgment, right? I wasn't wearing the same brand shoes that I, I was wearing Walmart shoes. <laughs> I was, I was thrifting all my clothes at Goodwill and all the, all the girls and, and kids, they were wearing Converse and Vans and like rip skinny jeans. I wasn't even allowed to wear skinny jeans. <laughs> I wasn't allowed to straighten my hair. So I had like poofy hair. Um, well, I won't tell you the story, but I got kicked out of school because they found out that I did not live in the area for that school halfway through 11th grade. And I was told you're going to this school, the bad school, no option, period. Could have gone to private school, but Hey, we, we, that wasn't an option really either. So I go to the bad school with all the bad kids. I wish I could have gotten to go to that school the whole time because literally here I am the new girl. I'm so used to being chubby (laughs) and ugly. That's what I, that's how I felt. Literally everybody was so freaking nice at this school. I will say there were more fights. (laughs) Like the guys would get in more fights, like tough guy syndrome, whatever. I think that's normal in high school, maybe. But, um, there was like, the girls were nice. The popular girls, the beautiful girls, the rich girls. I don't think they were really rich. I don't really think there was rich people at the school, but you know, they were so kind to like the nerdy girls (laughs) or the chubby girls, right? The guys that played in football, this was like a top football school. Okay. So like big deal. Like they were going to state champion every year. That was like the one good thing about the school and in the outsider's eyes. We're friends with like, and no shame because I was friends with these people too. I was part of this crowd. We're friends with like the really weird ones. Like the guys coloring the My Little Pony (laughs) in 12th grade. Like they were friends with them. And it was like, we all knew we were different. We all knew we were kind of in different crowds, but we all came together. And I've shared this with people in real life when I notice people like discriminating and judging and like things like that. <laughs> How many times do we cry on a live stream? If you're on the podcast, you guys are gonna be like, what is going on? But I hadn't thought about it in terms of business. 
And last year, that's like what shook me to my core was seeing, and I know like, yes, there's problems in all industries and there's problems in all areas of the world, especially right now, look around. So of course, is there right and wrong? Sure. Are there morals? Sure. Are there ethics? Sure. Are there values? Sure. But I think the issue in this industry is there's so many freaking cliques and they all hate each other. And here's the truth. Let me check on my baby. <laughs> See this giant monitor? He's being so good. He's just sleeping. But um, I hated it. And last year, that's where I was like, I don't even know if I want this business anymore because I hated it so much. But you know, the truth is I was a part of it. I was engaging in it. I was doing it. I was talking behind the scenes about other successful women and like not really saying they didn't deserve it, but how they didn't serve it and how they didn't live up to the reputation and how they weren't actually good mentors or whatever. And my biggest fear was people were going to do that about me. And guess what? They were. But it's such a double standard. Like if you don't want people doing that to you, don't do it to other people. And you know what's crazy? It's such a it's such a hard to believe concept in today's world. Women who are different, different colors, different sizes, <laughs> different beliefs, even dare I say, different values, different ways of doing things can come together and agree on one thing that we're all human, we're all here for a reason. And at our core, there is good. And I do believe that most people in this industry are here to do good. So anyway, <sighs> you can agree to disagree. <laughs> oh, can I tell you this though? What really made this click? There was one woman in this room at the event I was at that made eight figures a year. Okay. I was a relationship coach. There was another woman in the room who made multi seven figures as a, uh, I, I would say money coach, but like wealth, energy, mindset, et cetera. And totally different times of the event. I don't like, this wasn't even like a core conversation, just two times. What I, I heard them both say totally separately, not to each other, not like sat on different sides of the room. I sat at different areas of the room at different points in the event. I like to like move around. <laughs> um, they both said something I had to do was stop judging money. And that they said, and one thing that that means to stop judging money is to stop judging women who have money. And I just was like, I'm all about energetics. You guys know I have the unwavering program. I have money programs. I believe in energetics more than I believe in strategy, even though I am literally a strategist. And um, I was like, that's it. Like that I think is one of the energetic concepts that I have not heard. I mean, maybe I have, but I didn't hear it. I haven't heard really. I haven't learned that in a money program. I learned getting rid of your own money story. I learned do things in a way that feels good. Have fun with money, receiving. Like I've learned all these things. I've never really, I don't think I've heard anyone say that. 
And then I thought of all of the women in our industry who are wondering, why don't I have more money? And are spending literally the majority of their time talking shit about other women who have a lot of money. So, whew, I've been doing a lot of thinking about that. <laughs> And a lot of feeling into that and a lot of reflection on that and just owning that, like, I've been a part of that. And I'm done. So. And that's, like, that I thought of the story about my high school situation. I was like, it's literally, like, it's like the same thing. I was not expecting to cry, let alone cry multiple times through that whole live stream. But as you can tell, and I'm going to go, but as you can tell, I'm not kidding when I say I posted this on my stories and it's, it sounds so corny. I posted on my stories before I went live. I shared Cynthia's um, reel. I'm like, oh my gosh, getting, you know, going to two events in a month has been game changing. Like, and you see all these women say, um, Ava Johanna, she shared, I saw her post on her stories about how it sounds corny, but like get in the room. My private mentor, Leanne has been saying, she says it all the time. She's been saying it so much, obviously selling her event, Right. Um, get in the room, get in the room, get in the room, get in the room. And then she spoke and I'm just seeing women saying it left and right. And it seems so corny, but I'll tell you, like, this is proof. Like we mean it. It's so real. It's so true. If you want to normalize your next level, get in the room. And I think that this means live events for sure. <laughs> That's why I've gone. Um, totally thinking about hosting some more once I'm like out of this, who knows, maybe, maybe I'll host one next month. I don't know. Um, I want to say once I'm out of this like baby phase, but also getting in the room is allowing in real mentorship, allowing in real connection with the women and the people that you hire will normalize it. Start normalizing humans. These women that make multi-seven figures, eight figures, they're not perfect. And they do drop the ball. And that's not in a judgmental way because I'm one of them. But so do you. Literally, so do you. We all do. We're all human. We're all imperfect is the point. The women making all that money that you want to make have literally just done what we've talked about here. Let go of the judgment of money. Let go of judgment of other women having money. Loved the way that they sell. Focused on getting their dream clients. Focused on getting their dream clients results. Focused on expressing themselves. <laughs> Whether that be crying on live stream or, or really sharing their story online. That's it. It's that work. All right. <laughs> I'm going to go, you guys. Thank you so much for holding this space for me. And I hope that um, it changed your life as well, because it's been super powerful for me. Okay. Bye, guys. Real quick before you go, if this episode gave you value, got you inspired, or has you feeling more confident than ever about your big goals, can you do me a quick favor and go leave a review? It would mean the absolute world to me, and it helps other powerhouse women just like you find this show, which is truly the best gift that you could ever give me. So thank you in advance for leaving a five-star review. Have a great week, and I'll talk to you soon.